All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Tuesday, January 30th of 2024 here. Looking ahead, we have a five-game NBA main slate as well as a two-game NHL main slate over in the hockey streets. So for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at SaberSim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video. You also get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels, and you get access to the rest of the SaberSim team here. So can't say enough good things about the Discord. But with that said, we're going to jump in here. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed having Jordan on the show yesterday. Shout out to Jordan for picking up where I left off. I know we took a little bit of a break, so appreciate you guys. But we are back, and we are going to be getting back after it here. So I'm excited to be back. I'm ready to rock out and do this show. So if you guys have questions, now is always a good time to get those in here. You can post them in the YouTube chat or the Discord. We get to all the questions before the end of the show. But uh, it looks like we had a question come in late yesterday. Uh, looks like we had a couple people here, Pat Kingpin and Henry, helping out my man Pete, uh, PD Mac. So appreciate you guys jumping in and helping him to get an answer. But did want to cover this for everybody else who watches the show who this may be beneficial for as well. So the question was, and if, NHL showdown question coming one day late. I can't figure out how to make all of my lineups 4-2 or 5-1 stacks with a captain and including the goaltender as an option at captain. The advanced stack option excludes the goalie. I also want to avoid 2-4s and 1-5s with the captain on the lower stack team. I can't figure out how to filter out those kinds of lineups after the fact either. They still count as four-man or five-man stacks. I imagine this would also factor into MLB showdowns if that helps you think of a workaround. Okay, so looks like uh, Henry jumped in and mentioned like a goalie rule that he uses. Uh, looks like Pat Kingpin probably hit this one on the head here. So it's like uh, you're going to have to use basically an if-then rule. So what we're trying to do is like, hey – if I have a captain, I want to use at least X players from the same team is effectively what we're trying to do here, right? So if I go to my lineup rules for this NHL showdown, and then I go to group, I can go to automatic. And then what I could say is I could change use to if, okay? So then I could say if at least one primary player, and then what I want to do is I want to un I want to change group by, I want to change it to team here, okay? So this is really important to change that to team. Now I'm going to say, if I use a captain from a team, then I want to use at least, and I'm going to say three players from the same team in the flex. So this will guarantee that you're getting minimum a four stack. Now remember, at least is saying, hey, I am okay with more, but I want the minimum is this number. So this will guarantee you get at least a four two where the captain is on the team with the big stack, okay? So if you set up a rule like this, um, I'm just going to remove the question really quickly so you can pause it and, and copy this rule. You know, that is going to give you what you're looking for. And then when I save this as a manual rule, I can go in and check it. So I save as manual. It's going to create two rules. And then what I could see here is that it's going to create one for each team. So it's going to grab all the players for St. Louis 
put them in the captain and then say, use at least three players from the secondary. And then these are all the flexes. So rather than you having to go in here and click 38 times, you do this as an automatic rule. It will effectively do that for you. So you don't have to go back and do that. Okay. And then the second part was, I want to include the goaltender as an option at the captain. So you just do that in the captain spot, right? So what I would do is I would go to St. Louis and then I would just make sure that he's checked, right? So Jordan Bennington has a, uh, is confirmed to start a goalie here. And that's all you need to know. So as long as this player is checked in the captain spot, then he is eligible to be put into lineups. Okay. And then the way you can check that is with your pool exposure. So maybe you don't get any lineups with him in your top 20. Well, you can look at your pool exposure and be like, oh, hey, I have X lineups with him. I want to force a little bit of him so that I can just go into my minimum exposure column here, type in a percentage. Maybe I want, you know, 10% of my lineups to have this player at the captain that puts him in and then I'm all set. So those are the two ways, probably easiest ways to solve the rule that you're looking for. So if you have any follow-up, let me know. But I did want to cover that for everybody. Also appreciate you guys jumping in and helping out. Okay. Uh, looks like there was, was a little back and forth here. So I'm going to post the original question and it looks like, uh, my man, Matt here jumped in. So original question was if you upload projections and a game has already started, does the grayed out players take the new projection set or does it use the live projection regardless? It uses the imported one. Is there any way to say, uh, I want it to use live for games that have already started. And then uh, Matt jumped in and said, for actual late swap projections for the lock games don't matter since those players can't be added or removed from the lineup. And then he followed up by saying, it will just use our live sims and ignore what you have uploaded for the games that have locked. So, uh, you know, one thing that a lot of people do is they're uploading projections. Like, say we go over to tonight's NBA slate, right? I go over to this five game. You know, people usually are, if they're uploading stuff, they just have a big set with all the games, right? So say that, you know, this first wave of games locks, right? There are three games at 4.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time here. Then, you know, what if news breaks for one of these later games, right? Well, a lot of people will just update their projections and then their new projection sets are still going to include all the original uh, games here, right? Well, what happens is that we effectively lock like the projections for those players. And then we only use the live sims from there. So remember that as the games go on, as players are playing, we understand what the score of the game is. We under we, we see in real time, you know, how many shots has this person made? You know, how many minutes have they played? What, what stats have they achieved to this point in the game? And then we adjust their projection through the end of the game. So, you know, when, when Luca goes out and scores, you know, a hundred points. Well, Hey, maybe at half he had 40 and his projection was 60. Well, now we are updating his projection for the rest of the game based on how he's done to that point. And then we do that in the third quarter. We do that, you know, every couple of minutes we're running those live Sims. So when you upload projections for players whose games have already started, you know, that effectively can't have an effect on your lineup because all your players are locked already. So the best thing to do is just for us to use the live Sims to understand how your players are doing up to that point in time, because you cannot remove them or add them into any lineup. So therefore it's like kind of a moot point to, to upload projections for players whose games have already started and actually use those. So we're just using the live SIM in that scenario, but really good question. Happy to clarify there. Okay. Uh, question here from, from Kenson. And 
can't display this perfectly here, so let me move real quick. So the question is, is there a YouTube breakdown that explains the flagship column on the app? Uh, so our flagship column is effectively just ownership. Uh, you know, this is the ownership that people generally project throughout the industry here. So when you come into SaberSim, it just looks a little bit different because we do things a little bit differently here. So when you come into the app, you know, you're going to see this flagship MME column and then you're going to see my own. So these are the same, right? So flagship MME is one of our ownership sources. So we don't just project ownership for uh, one. We don't have one set of ownership projections. We have 13 sets of ownership projections. And the reason for that is because in our back testing, we found that ownership across contests changes significantly. And we have them all broken down into flagship, high stakes, low stakes, medium stakes. We have it broken down by single entry, 20 max, MME, which is effectively 150 max. We've created all these buckets mm -hmm. through back testing. So mm -hmm. when you see flagship MME, this is, you know, the $15, 150 max contest, the, the main contest ownership on any given night, which is what people across the industry are generally projecting. We just have a little bit different name for it because we have to differentiate it from all of our other ownership sets here. But uh, we work really hard. You know, we have so many different ownerships. And, um, you know, if you want to see what those look like, you can go into the contest tab, you can go to field lineups, and then you can actually click on these. So remember that the ownership projections are exposures from an ownership build. So we run a build and then the player exposures that come out of those end up being the ownership projection. And then you can even go in and see the lineups that were used to get to those exposures. So that's the way that it's working here. And then if you want to know, uh, more like, hey, what is high stakes? Hey, you know, what is um, low stakes or 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 et cetera here? Go to your contest sim settings. And then go to this little eye icon here and then and then click on it. Uh, you should be able to click on it. I don't know why mine's not working here. But, um, but GM33 posted a picture of it here. So let me just grab this. Uh, save downloads. So thank you for grabbing that. Uh, so this is what it's supposed to say in the pop-up. It says our field lineup entry fees are generally broken down like this. Low stakes is contest $4 and under. Generally that pros can't play. Flagship is $4 to $30. Medium stakes is $30 to 100. And then high stakes is $100 or more in entry fees. So that is what you're supposed to see here. Um, I, I will log a bug that it's not popping up appropriately here, but gen but that is the breakdown that you need to know. All right. Keeping it rolling. Uh, looks like there was some discussion around this question. Okay, so jumping over to the live YouTube chat. We got one question here from Derek. And Derek said, when adding a weighted average for ownership, is there a way to quickly exclude the various contest ownerships you don't need? Like if I want to weigh my projections with SS flagship MME, I have to put every other ownership value to zero. It does add some time. Uh, good question. So right now there is not like a quick way to do it. So what we're talking about is like, hey, you know, I'm uploading ownership columns and then I'm creating some type of some type of weighted average, right? So like say I save a second set of ownership. Now I have, um, you know, now I have a couple different sources here. Maybe I should have changed some before doing that. So let me, let me just like move some stuff around. Okay, boom, move this guy, move these three guys. Okay, bang, bang, bang. 
go to my settings, save ownership, save it as source one. So then now it's going to create a new column here. And then when I go to my own and then I go to average, well, what's going to happen is that it's going to take the average of my column and the flagship. And I'm not sure why the weighted is, is grayed out here, but generally what will happen, oh, I could do add weighted average, sorry. So when I add the weighted average, what happens is that it will take the average of all 13 buckets. So what you do have to do is like, you have to come in here and say like, okay, I want 50 for my ownership and then 50 for the MME. And then I just go in here and then have to set all these to zero. So unfortunately there's not an easier way to do this at the moment, but I could log this as a feature request and just say, Hey, you know, make the functionality here a little more uh, easier to use. I don't mind doing that at all. So uh, let me, let me make a note here. Cause I do know that could add, you know, some, some seconds here. It took me like 10, 15 seconds to do a little tedious, probably to do it over and over again. All right. Samuel said, how was the beach? It was great, man. Went down to Cancun, had a good time with the family and uh, ready to get back after it. Always good to have a little rejuvenation and I'm uh, hungrier than ever. So let's roll. But uh looks like that, those are our last questions here. So I just want to, uh, you know, one more shout out to Jordan here for picking up the show yesterday. Appreciate you guys, uh, you know, sticking it out while I was out last week, but we are back and we are ready to roll. So good luck tonight, everybody in your NBA contest. If you guys have questions throughout the day, you know, drop them in the office hours channel. That way we have a steady queue of questions for tomorrow. Uh, one more from Samuel says, is there a way to somehow limit variance, but still have upside? Um, I mean, honestly, like not really, because you got to think of it that, you know, when, when you want to go higher, well, that opens up both ends of the spectrum, right? If you want to go higher, you have to be willing to go lower. And then if you want to be more in the middle, well, then that's going to limit your upside. So like somebody was asking me about this other day, like, hey, you know, should I use cash rate if I want to win GPPs? That way I could have more lineups toward, you know, in the money. And it's like, no, you actually don't want that. You want to build with, uh, if you're not first, your last mentality, because you want your lineup to have, you know, that, upside that gets you into like the top 0.1% of a contest, the top 0.01% of a contest. And the only way to be able to do that is to be willing to be on the other side of that spectrum. But like, look at the end of the day, you know, only like the top 20% of lineups are getting paid. It doesn't matter if you're in the 21st percentile or the 99th percentile, both of those lineups are still getting $0. So don't worry about it. You know, build miners with upside you know, when you, when you get to the cash line, sometimes you're not even making double your money. You're making like 1.5 X, 1.8 X on an outcome that's happening, you know, one out of five times. It's terrible odds. You got to shoot for the top. If you want to sustain your bankroll in GPPs, that's just the nature of the payout structures and the nature of the game. That's why bankroll management is so important. So, um, you know, we do as much as we can to, to help limit your variance with risk adjusted ROI with good contest selection principles, with picking the best games, like remember, like, you know, picking the best games is one of the best things that you can do. You always, you know, want to avoid playing with the best players as much as possible until there's nothing left to play. And that, that means that you've grown your bankroll to a size that warrants you playing those type of contests. So spread out guys, you know, play the main slates, play the night slates, play the showdowns, 
play on FanDuel, play on Yahoo, play on owner's box. Like there's so many different ways to get action down where you can avoid playing against the best players. And at the end of the day, all money is green. It doesn't matter where it comes from. I know everyone's here to have fun, enter, get some entertainment, make a little money, sweat the games. Like it, it's, it's all green guys. So, so don't worry about where it comes from. Okay. But th that's my advice today. Hope everybody has a great rest of your day. And until tomorrow, I'll see you guys. Take care. Good luck. Bye.